Hi guys, what's up? This is Haru Brouwer from Paragliding Chat. My purpose is to ask as many paragliding manufacturers as possible questions about the characteristics of their brand and what they aim to achieve with their various models. In this episode, I'll have a chat with Papillon and Subair. Hello, my name is uh, Boris uh, Kiauka. I'm the chief of Papillon Paragliders from the Wasserkuppe, the highest mountain of one part of Germany. And I'm happy to have a talk with you. Me too. Uh, quick questions. Since when does your brand exist? Five years ago, we will start to make our own gliders. What kind of wings do you produce? The focus is on the school business. And we have also for our paragliding teachers. And from that uh, student who flight two or three years long. And then the next level, the B. Which target group do you have in mind when developing your wings? At first, our students. We are the biggest paragliding school in Europe. And so our main business is the safety flying. We, we, uh, over the 20 last years, we said Papillon learns safety flying. It makes no sense when we have... Uh, uh, high-end level C or D or open-class glider. What is your philosophy when it comes to making paragliders? We want to make uh, paragliding for everybody. From 14 in Austria, 15 in Germany, get the license when you're being 16, and to the high ages. So we said paragliding must have must make fun and must be safety. It makes no sense that the glider standing on the landing field and said, oh, what a risky fly. And also we choose the conditions when we are going to fly with the students. And for that, for the 1,500 studies we got in a year, we, I'm also a paragliding teacher, when I got a study in the air, I want to make the, the things safety. I don't like to have uh, wet fingers when they're in the air and said oh i'm praying that they are still alive on the landing field that's that makes no sense at first step by step when you're going to going to fly you are a father or the mother of a child and it makes no sense when you are going to hospital and so that's that's the few and that makes uh, 70 percent of our um uh, buyers so, and uh, I think so. that's the part of us. Uh, we have a lot of A gliders, we have a low level B gliders, and the business for challenging and so, and they are making other business, other good producers. We work together, we have a mind together, but it's not our main view. Crystal clear, I would say. Um, how do you classify wings within a certain class? Ah, the difference can be um, smaller and could be really big. And so to, to have a view over that, we will make uh, a lot of tests on the same day with a lot of different colliders with one pilot. And we see all the tests with the GoPro and we really watched directly what's going on with the collider and uh, the difference between an really easy like our fancy that's the first step when we have to go to the first flight or the first walks 
and have a little flight. We have a fancy. It's the really safest glider I mean. Yeah, and uh, and then the next step is to get the, the bodyguard. And over that, you can choose other gliders and you see the difference from the power and also from the safetyness. And so no, not everybody could fly. A B glider, a low level B glider could be really different to a safety A glider. And so step by step, and when you are really often going fly, we have the money to have free time much as you have to work. So you are able to fly a higher class, but the gliders from the day, as in, uh, we, we call it in Germany Breitensport or everybody can do it um, with the A glider or the B glider. It's um, this, the, the power. Uh, 10, 15 years ago, you're flying on the contest from. You're able to fly long distance. And uh, my philosophy is it makes not the difference from the glider. If you are, as a pilot, could really good fly you are able to fly 150 glider, uh, kilometers with the A-glider also. But the different or the fault is, my mind, I think, um, some pilots think I could fly better with a B or a C-glider and longer being in the air, but that's the fault. Uh, of course, the B or C-glider will sh show you how bad you are flying. Do you also take winching into account? Yeah, for sure. When we create a new glider, that, that is possible. But we, we are in the middle of Germany, not near the Alps, um, where our students came from Hamburg, from Düsseldorf, Cologne, Berlin. And though when they got the license, they want to fly at the hometown. And there's often not a mountain like in Holland. And so they want to make winch flying and then it makes sense that I can use it in the mountains and for winch flying. What do you see as an important future development? Uh, development starts in the head. And so uh, we have to always look that the people have their fun and not being too risky. And so the development of that, to have the best equipment for that, any further improvements that we may expect from your company? Oh, uh, when you when you said you make it perfect, you you will stand or go backwards. So, uh, the business or also creating the the gliders will every year got new things. And uh, our constructor Ernst Strobel told me the next generation they got the flight speed by 51 for in school able school able uh, glider and so that's every year you said can't make better but it could be better last question how do you deal with complaints ah that's not a problem for me because uh, we all make uh, faults maybe we we prefer an uh, glider who's too big or a little bit too small they told me I want to go flying by easy thermic. Then I choose a little bit a uh, bigger one glider. But when they going to the to the beach uh, in France or wherever, and said, "Oh, the, the 
the window where I can fly into is uh, too small because the wind, when it's getting too strong, can we choose? Can we choose a little smaller wing? It's no problem for me. It's like a shoe. Five people going into and said that's the right size, and the sixth person said, "Oh, it's the right size, but I don't like it." And so, I maybe next year or the next the, the, the year after the next year we have the glider he want to have. And so it makes no sense. Other producers make also nice gliders. We have a, uh, in our in our shop. We sell all the gliders, also our gliders and also the other gliders. And so um, I have no problem to say, okay, maybe the Alpha Five is the better glider for you, or you like it. And sometimes they said, it's not the color I want. <laughs> and so can we choose it, uh, or can we change it? And so. Thank you very much. Thank you for your talk. I, a, a long time I'm not speaking uh, English like on that, so uh, excuse when I said some uh, wrong words. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's special. Yeah, I like it. That was my chat with Papillon. Now straight to Super. Hi, my name is Clément Latour. I'm the sales manager from Super France. Hi, my name is Pierre Valois. I'm the designer of uh, Super gliders and their uh, rescue parachutes. Since when does your brand exist? Super is about 40 years old. And what kind of wings do you produce? Super is mainly an honest, um, an honest company. But in 2013, I came and I started a range of paragliders. And now we have a full range from the mountain wing to the ENC performance glider and probably also new competition gliders coming next. But we have already a full range of gliders at Super. We focused the past years of building a um, classical range and now we will have maybe time for other projects. Which target group do you have in mind when developing your wings? We are not um, specially aimed on high-performance glider yet, even though we are working on two-liners and uh, high-level gliders, but we are more aiming at um, um, all kind of pilots, everyday pilots, let's say uh, from yeah from beginners to performers, uh, including uh, regular pilots. What is your philosophy when it comes to making paragliders? Well, uh, my philosophy is to make um, true, I mean, paragliders that can be used uh, in real life, because it's one thing to talk about performance. But performance is nothing if you cannot handle the glider in all the circumstances. And most of the time you can have a glider which is performing better when it's completely quiet condition. But when you fly in rough condition, you have always to be piloting actively the glider and that destroying the performance. And at the end, a glider which is a bit less performance on the paper will arrive higher on the next mountain because you can let the glider fly. This is my philosophy. I want gliders that are easy to fly and really fitting the target group, not gliders. Uh, which are announcing crazy performances but you cannot use because the glider is, uh, is too much demanding. How do you classify wings within a certain class? Well, um, ENA class is like all the other class. It's just um, the class of glider is just giving you the way the glider will react if you are making collapses, full stall, etc. The whole procedure of the certification. It's not about performances. It's only about you make a test and you see how the glider is reacting. The A class is a class which is having a very high level of passive safety. And if you have a complete beginner glider or a 
what we can call A plus glider, the safety is the same. The difference is the gliders you, you use for training are gliders we try to make very simple to focus on the price because it's a working tool for the school. They will need to buy 10, 20 pieces during the season and they want for sure to make money and not spend too much money on these gliders because it's glider, the, the, the students, because they don't know how to do, will destroy easily. So when we go for uh, designing a A-plus wing, we have a completely different mind. It's not a glider that will be used on the first day on the training slope. It's a glider that the customer will take after his training and for flying. And, and, um, and this glider can include more technologies, more uh, diagonal ribs, thinner lines. It's, it's, we can really uh, push the design to give the best performance. It's not dealing with the passive safety because it's still passing through the same certification, but we can really increase the performance and the handling and, and that will help the pilots to um, increase their level faster. Do you also take winching into account? I have to admit we take very few uh, uh, winching into account because, I mean, we are in the middle of the Alps, in Annecy. Of course, we are selling gliders and harnesses in some places where winch is used, but this is not our main, se our main segment, so not enough. Yes, for sure, it's safe to do that, but uh, we are based in the Alps, and for sure, our motoring, winching are kind of uh, activities we are not practicing ourselves, so we are mostly focusing on what we like, <laughs> flying for a glider. What do you see as an important future development? If you check the past 20 years, um, 20 years ago, every year we were gaining performance, performance, because there was a lot of new technology. But in the past five years, maybe a bit more, we are really um, having gliders more or less same performance. You can check which glider are winning the world championship. It's mostly the same glider than three or four years ago, because it's really difficult to go very far in performance but we can focus on making the performance more um, user-friendly uh, more we have school wings with crazy amount of performance and even me i like flying with competition gliders but sometimes i just take a, a glider or b and i'm so fucking surprised about what you can do with these gliders so easy you can take the time of really enjoying flying i mean you do not need to focus on piloting actively the glider so this is i think the future is making gliders um, with a very high level of passive safety um, offering to pilots the same uh, possibility of flying cross-country thermaling than gliders maybe five or six years ago that were a glider for competition pilots. And hopefully we will go to more safety in the future and also maybe more durability. Over the past years we've been moving to, towards um, uh, lightweight gears for the gliders but also for the parachutes and for the harnesses. So we go more and more lightweight and, and now we have to extend the durabilities of the product because the products are getting expensive. They are getting uh, difficult to, to get, to get supplied because of the international and current situation. So hopefully we go with more durability and more safety in it. Um, any further improvements that we may expect from, from your company? <laughs> That's a difficult one. But we are working on um, a process, internal process, to make sure that uh, we are more efficient in what we are doing and we are doing it better. So process from the supply up to the sales, which means in the past I would say that 
paragliding industry in general was always kind of, uh, you know, a fun business and uh, everybody was doing its own way and it was always like kind of family business. And now we are going to more structure, process and uh, professionalism, I hope. Last question already. How do you deal with complaints? Well, um, we are really taking complaints, complaints sorry, um, in, in account for sure. We are trying to give answers. We have the chance of being a big company with an after-sales service, which is quite performant. Um, yeah, it's, it's really something every time a customer or pilot is reporting something we are taking it in account for the next model, if it's just flying experience, if it's, um, if it's a, a product that is, um, because sometimes it's happened, which is having um, durability, which is um, showing some problems, we take in account immediately and we can change and update the product. And we are quite reactive and the team is, is really focusing on that because for sure, um, we are always like uh, all brands, not only Paraglider, but we need to always uh, remember that uh, customers pay the gliders and pay the salary of uh, our salary. So we need always to take in account what they want, not to do what we want. It's what they want, which is the most important. And, and did you have to deal, for instance, with uh, safety issues which you had to publish yet? Of course, I mean, we have been dealing with safety issues in the past. Recently, two years ago, we have to deal with a, a big safety issue on our tandem glider. Uh, this was not the first time we have to deal with a safety issue. And I guess there will be some other time in the future. But we are working on, thanks to this process I was mentioning, on improving our um, R&D um, uh, process and way of working to make sure that we avoid this safety warning in the future as far as we can. Super philosophy about this is to always, when there is a, a safety issue, always publish about it, always be um, completely open and tell, okay, we have a problem, not saying, okay, we try to hide and uh, no, we, we are really, um, uh, yeah, every time there is a problem, we say there is a problem, safety is the main point. And even if it gives us really hard time to solve the problems, the, the main focus of the company is the safety of the pilot. Thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you, Ari. In the next paragliding chat, you will hear other manufacturers, so stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe to Paragliding Chat, then the next episode will automatically appear in your favorite podcast app. Till next time, safe landings. Bye.